In the last episode, we compared Achilles to Daemon Targaryen, and at the end of that episode, we gave clues for the next Parallel Lives. This time, it's two characters from Westeros, Megor the Cruel, and Gregor Clegane, the mountain that rides. Let's review the clues we gave with a fuller explanation. First of all, even their name sounds a little similar. Take out the first two letters, and it's E-G-O-R. Igor! Yeah, they're both Igor. They're both huge men. That almost goes without explaining. Gregor is the largest person we've ever seen in Westeros, as far as I know. And Magor, well, not quite that big, the biggest Targaryen we know of. Pretty easily so. I don't think there's anyone else from the Targaryen family that's even particularly close. I'd say he's roughly about the size of, say, Sandor Clegane or maybe Robert Baratheon, but that's just a guess. Still, very big man. This Friday, your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley! It's anger! Let me at him! Fear! Safety checklist is complete! Disgust! Ew! Ew! Ugh. Sadness is in the house! Oh no! Hello, I'm Anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going! Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Both of them were knighted at age 16 by a Targaryen. That's our next clue. And in the case of Magor, he was knighted by his own father, Aegon the Conqueror. Gregor's case is a little more tragic. He was knighted by Rhaegar Targaryen, and then Gregor turned around to rape Rhaegar's wife and kill his son, quite brutally. Which brings us to our next comparison. They're both ultraviolent, and there's notable repeated examples of extreme cruelty and brutality from them both. Look at what Gregor did to Vargo Hote. Look at what he did to Sandor as a child. Look at what he did to that innkeeper's daughter. Look at what he did to all those people in the Riverlands. There's really countless examples. Same goes for Magor. He killed the Red Keep's builders after having them build the Red Keep's secrets. He kept killing Septons until one would perform his third marriage, which was amongst the ashes of a Sept he burned that was full of people at the time. He wiped out the Haraways, including his own wife Alice, whom he had tortured. He had his nephew Viserys, who was his squire, also tortured to death. There's a section in the wiki on Magor just called Tyranny, because he did so much of that. <laughs> this apparently includes kinslaying for both of them as well, which was our next clue. Gregor is rumored to have killed both his father and his sister, so it's not absolutely true, which is why I said it was apparently Magor definitely killed his nephew, as we just said, and definitely killed his other, older nephew, Aegon, in the process of usurping the throne. The next clue was a famous incident where they were enraged enough to kill a horse. Gregor's is very memorable, because it happened on TV as well. We saw him nearly cut his horse's head off with one stroke. That happened in the Tournament of the Hand. That happened in the book as well. Magor also killed a horse when he was very young. The horse kicked him. He stabbed it to death, and then a stable boy came running, and he nearly killed the stable boy, too, cutting half his face off. The kid did nothing. Both of them appeared to have been mortally wounded, but rose again under the care of a practitioner of black magic. That was another clue. Both of these incidents came as a result of a trial by combat. Gregor had his famous dance with the Red Viper, and Magor had a trial of seven versus the Faith. Both of them won, but it was close, and it looked like they'd both die anyway, despite winning. Gregor actually probably did die, but he definitely got back up and put on a white cloak, and he still chooses violence thanks to Kyburn. 
Let's say we call Gregor Franken-Gregor, or the Kyborg. In Magor's case, after his trial by seven, he was in a coma for 28 days with no sign of waking up until Tiana of Pentos showed up, aka Tiana of the Tower, a rumored sorceress, and he got right back up within a day of her beginning to treat him, and he immediately, upon waking up, went and burned that very sept we spoke of earlier. That was the first thing he did. And that sept was the sept of remembrance, which was made for his Aunt Rainey. So he didn't seem to care about that either. Tiana was also the first known master of whispers. So really interesting character. And of course, we know Kyburn sort of serves in a role like that for Cersei as well. So there you go. Magor ruled for six years, six months, and six days. The old 666, just to emphasize how evil he was. Well, we don't know how long Gregor is going to keep standing, but maybe we'll have some funny math to apply to that at the end too. That's all for the parallels. Did you catch any we missed? Let us know in the comments. As well, if you have another pairing you'd like to see for us to do in a future episode of Parallel Lives, let us know as well. Now, trivia for the next answer. Each episode of Parallel Lives ends with a clue for the next episode, so you can guess the next two answers. Remember, two answers. Here are the clues. Grandson of Jaehaerys Targaryen. Firstborn son and prince but unlike a lot of Targaryens in that position, didn't marry a sister. Had kids with two different women. That second relationship was a strong contributor to civil war. They both have a son named Aegon, and they're both pretty interested in prophecy. Remember, there's two answers. Can you name both characters? If so, comment below, and we'll reveal the answer and discuss the two in greater detail in the next episode of Parallel Lives.